0: Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. Wednesday marked day two of mandatory minicamp, and so it also marked day two of Zoom interviews. On Wednesday, we got to hear from defensive lineman Chris Jones, wide receiver Tyreek Hill, and then second-year running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So we'll start with Jones and Hill. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll switch over to Edwards-Alaire. But first up, here is one of the defensive leaders of the Kansas City Chiefs, Chris Jones. Chris, uh, most of the talk surrounding you recently has been your move out to playing a little bit more along the edge. I was curious what your thoughts are on that, some of the challenges that go into it, and why that's so attractive to you.
1: Um, uh, I came in the league originally a DN. Uh, I was just, unfortunately, we had guys that um, excelled at that level when I came in as Justin Houston and D4. So, you know, um, I waited my time, and uh, thank God, it finally happened for me. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Good, Matt.
0: And speaking of that, you know, Chris, you know, when it comes to playing from the edge, especially with you and Frank, I know both of you guys like to play on the right side if you can. How does that work out? You know, is how much of that is, you know, you two working it out? How much of that is just a game plan, Spags and daily working with you and figuring that out? And, and what specifically do you think is, benefits this team having you two guys opposite each other rather than alongside each other on the line?
1: Um, most importantly, I think um, it can create advantages on this defense uh, along the line of scrimmage. You know, maybe we found an offensive lineman that we like to match up with me and Frank or, you know, interior guys. And we are able to exchange gaps now. You know, we're able to play left and right. So, you know, it doesn't really matter to me about sides. Um, whatever Frank's comfortable with, I don't mind rushing left, right. I'll stand up and rush from the middle as a linebacker if I have to. So uh, I'm just decided, decided to learn this position, learn the drops, cover three, cover two drops, man drops. So you know I'm still learning, still learning and um, progressing well. It's going to next to Serin Petro. Good, Serin. Chris, you talked a little bit about some of the techniques right
2: there, but, uh, you know, just the difference maybe uh, overall. I, I know you're, you're not in pads, but just w- what you're going to have to do differently uh, to play DN versus inside where there's a lot more traffic.
1: Um, mainly for me has been um, um, lining up at a tight five, rather than a loose five. Um, I've been really tight. It kind of reminds me of a 3 tech, So I got to get that adjusted. And I, I think I'm transitioning well. You know, it takes a little time. But I think um, it's, it's been very productive during OTAs and veteran mini camp. And we're going to try to transition to a training camp and continue to improve.
3: Let's go
1: next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. <laughs>
0: Hey, Chris, uh, just wanted to know why you feel like you'll be a more productive player on the edge as opposed to one of those interior positions.
1: Well, me personally, I feel like I can be productive inside, outside, just wherever um, the team puts me. You know, um, I think um, there's more advantages on the outside because of the fact of um, you can't really double team. You can chip, but you're not really getting as many double teams as a three tech would in this defense. So um, I'm excited about that. Let's go next to Harold Koontz. Go ahead, Harold.
0: Question about two players Jaron Reed, the addition of him, how you feel that you guys are working out on the defensive line with him in the mix? And then also, how, what are you seeing out of the rookie Josh Kendo?
1: Josh Kendo uh, reminds me a lot of Tano Capaccio. He's very long, um, very, very good athletic ability, uh, he's versatile. Um, I think that's a guy that in the future will be able to move around along this line. Um, once he gets his fundamentals down, um, he's a very good listener. Um, he's a student of the game. Jaron Reed, um have been merely impressed with Jaron Reed, man, his work ethic. is uh, He got a re- really, really good work ethic. Um, you know, ask a lot of questions. And, you know, uh, I am, I'm honored to work alongside a guy like Jaron Reed, you know, with him being in the midst, I think it not only can help improve this line, but help improve this defense. Got time for a couple more. We'll go
0: Nathan and Haley.
1: Go ahead, Nate.
2: Hey, Chris, since we know this has been something that you've wanted for a long time, do you want a ratio that's 50-50 inside, outside, or is it just dependent upon the matchups? And like you said, how, how you and Frank are sort of working this thing out.
1: Um, you know, um, I haven't really thought that far into depth about it. I've just been trying to learn the schemes of the defense and the new adjustments I got to make. But um, for me personally, I just think that, you know, whatever Spags think is best for this defense, I know him and um, Brandon Daly will put a game plan together week by week, and some weeks it may be heavy outside or a heavy inside. So whatever game plan they have for me, um, I'm bought in to, to execute that, and I'm comfortable with it. And we'll go last to Haley Lewis. Go ahead, Haley. Hey, Chris. We just talked with Tyreek, who said um, he's right on board with Patrick Mahomes going for that 20-0 season. So I wanted to ask you, you know, are you buying into that as well? And has that been the mentality so far in minicamp? Uh, you know, um, you've got to set the bar high. You got to set the bar high, especially ending the season like we did. So, you know, it's not just Pat and Tyreek. I think we're all bought into it. But, you know, it's just focused on getting 1% better every day. We come in, we get 1% better every day and transitioning to, uh, to training camp. And we take it to the first game of the season. And we're going to take it w- one week at a time. And, and we'll
0: see how it goes. Chris, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Hey, Tyreek. How are you, man? Good to see you as always. What's up, buddy? Hey, same old, same old. Hey, uh, yesterday, Frank Clark and Travis Kelsey were talking about a need to remove the taste of the Super Bowl loss out of their mouth. A uh-huh. two-part question here for you. How difficult is that for you as an athlete? And second part of the question is, how much motivation is that given you to get back to that game?
3: I mean, me me personally, man. I mean, I can't speak for no one else on this team, but I, like, it's like they said, like, we still got that taste in our mouth, um, that bad sour taste, and we wanna get back to what we got. But I mean, for me personally, man, it's the it's the same mindset every every year. You know, come out and um, help this team any way I can, you know, whether, whether that's making plays, whether that's mentoring, whatever the case may be. You know, I'm I'm just here for the team, you know. So I mean, obviously I want to win, I wanna I wanna I wanna have the stats, I wanna do this, but whatever the team needs, dog. Uh, Let's go next
0: to Pete Sweeney. Good, Pete. Hey, Tyreek, you're out Hey, buddy. How's it going? Uh, you're obviously the leader of the, the wide receiver room here now. Been here a couple of years. Uh, Sammy Watkins is, is no longer with the club. What's yeah, been the I biggest do. difference without Watkins? And how do you think you guys managed to replace some of that production? I mean, it's
3: definitely going to be tough, you know, but um, I definitely feel like as the season go on, you know, guys will, guys will begin to fill that void, you know, um, that um, Sammy, you know, was feeling. So, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, having Pat, having Kelsey, you know, having a great offensive line definitely helps, you know, because um, you got other guys to, mentor, to, um, to um, mentor those guys. So, I mean, McCole has played, D-Rob has played, you know, in Super Bowls, Springle. So, I mean, I feel like, I mean, we're going to be all right. Like, we've been playing football our whole entire lives, so it's nothing new for us, you know. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Good, Matt.
0: Hey, Tyree. good to see you. What's up, um, man? Hey, a couple of questions for you. One, uh, first up, I know how hard you usually work during the offseason yep. on your own. Um, what was your plan? What was your, your schedule like this year? And especially, you know, who are you working with now that I know that, you know, Coach Dub went to Baltimore and everything?
3: Well, for me, man, I, I mean, to be, truth be told, like, I really haven't been doing nothing this offseason. You know, I, I really took this time to, you know, just uh, spend time with my kids, you know, spend time, you know, with my family. You know, and just and just hang out. You know, I am I mean, I live in, in in Florida now, so I've just been doing that. You know, um, speaking of Coach Dub, hopefully I can get up with him sometime during this offseason because they do get a break the same way, you know, the players get a break. So hopefully, you know, this next break that we get at the uh, mandatory mini-count, you know, me and him can uh, get together. I'm just waiting on my chance with him, man, you know. <clears throat> Go, next and- time, Le- Lebo. Go ahead, Todd.
4: I've got a, a couple questions here. First off, Tyreek, just generally speaking, when you've seen what have you seen out of the rookie?
0: I mean, you mentioned uh, and those guys. What do you think about Powell? What have you seen from him? You like you like the looks of him so far?
3: Yeah, he's definitely a smart kid. You know, um, I mean, me and him um, got similar things going for for us. Uh, he was drafted in, in the fifth round. I was drafted in the fifth round. So, you know, um, I um, I had a conversation with him. You know, telling him that you know when you come into Like um, if you want to play on this team, like it's a certain mindset, you know, like we all believe that, you know, we can dominate and be the best group in the, in the league, you know? So he's, he's definitely coming into a a tough group, you know, who loves to compete and um, who loves to challenge each other. So, I mean, he's been looking sharp so far, you know, um, good, tough catcher, big hands, you know, um, silky in his routes. So he looks good so far.
0: And then you guys hit, you know, made the title game
4: in 18, won it all. Then ran it back, all that you're starting to see some of the guys kind of go
0: away though Sammy's gone, you know fisher and and Schwartz aren't here. Do you start thinking about the longevity of the whole thing like maybe the whole core won't be around for a while because contracts start coming up and guys get older? Do you think at all about that that side of it that you guys may not all be together after a while
3: I mean I don't i mean i mean i me me personally i don't I don't think like that you know i just I just live in the moment you know I, I just live for now. You know, so I just enjoy what we got now, you know, so and that's the group of guys that we got around us. You know, of course, Sammy, Eric and all those other guys are going to be missed, but we got to look for, you know, we got to look for the future. And the future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is 20 and 0. So that's what we're aiming for. next to Steve Wallace. Good, Steve. Hey, what's up, Tariq? What's up, man? Not much. Uh, Just kind of what Todd was
4: saying about uh, just having that core, that group of guys that you guys have been playing uh, together for a while. You know, uh, Travis, Patrick, D-Rob, those guys. But how can you guys get better? Uh, I mean, because you guys have had a lot of success, you know, going to the Super Bowl, uh, then
3: losing last year. But just what do you guys need to do to get better for this year? Um, I just honestly, like every guy has to look in the mirror and just say, hey. Um, what do I need to get better at? First of all, you know, for me personally, you know, I just got to keep the mindset, you know, that I can dominate the whole season. You know, sometimes I, I feel like, you know, I've arrived, you know, instead of just, you know, just like keeping that mumble mentality and pushing throughout the whole season, you know? So yeah, that's just me personally, you know, but as a group, like I feel like we're great. Our bond is great on the field. Our bond is great off the field, you know? So I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for other guys. We'll go last to Nate Taylor. Go ahead,
2: Nate. Hey Tyreek, I know it's early in the new transition of the coaching staff, but you've worked so long with Greg Lewis. What's it been like now to to know Joe Blameyer a little bit more as being in the receiving room and how may that wow. uh help the help the group this season?
3: Oh bro. Joe is is very different from uh, G. Lou, you know, G. Lou, he he played ball. So, like, he's kind of a character. You know, Joe is like a different ball game. You know, Joe, he's a smart guy. You know, he has all the facts about a route, you know, has the science behind it and stuff like that. But it's, it's definitely cool, you know, to um, get the other side, you know, of, of football like that, you know. So I'm learning a lot from Joe. He's a great coach. Um I, I think he'll be great um, during the season. You know, he, get, like, uh, he gets along with everybody, you know, in our room. So, I mean, everyone, everyone in our room, really, everyone in our room just wants to get, uh, get better. So, whatever it takes, you know. Ty, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, boss.
5: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
0: You just heard from Chris Jones and Tyree Hill, and now we continue on with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Hey, Clyde, um, I was curious whether there were things you were working on in your game this offseason as opposed to just general improvement. And Brad, I'll have a second question as well.
4: Uh, yes, sir. Just, the you know, the times that I, I was able to get out, um, you know, just just still, uh, you know, after the Super Bowl, just having the, the the crazy hip and ankle injury that I had, you know, just, uh, you know, trying to get back to 100 percent was 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 my biggest thing. So, um, you know, once 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 I was able to get into that, you know, get to 100 percent, then, you know, working on my hands, uh, you know, catching. It, it, I wouldn't say it was a problem last year, but just. Just understanding our offense, you know, we 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 move the ball around, we we spread the field, and you know, why not work on something that they can that I feel like you know I can improve on. So um, that's, that's that was one of my steps as far
0: as to Yeah. Okay. You talked about um, working on your hands. Uh, how did you do that? Would you have somebody throwing to you? Do you use a jugs? Gun? How did you how did you work on that?
4: Jugs, uh, you know, mainly, but you know, just different different angles of of, of catching the jugs. Just not you know, 10 yards out and just, just, you know, straight, straight ahead, just catching. So, uh, you know, high balls, low balls, anything, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the tallest guy. So just, just being able to have a, have a, a, a wider catch radius for my height um, is, is, is was kind of my, my thing. So um, expanding that. And, and, you know, I mean, as far as film or anything, any, any past college uh, film, even last year, you know, I was, I was, it was seen that, that I can catch. So, uh, but just being able to work on it is, was, was, was one of my things this year. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Clyde, along those lines, um, just how much of a goal is it for you to be more involved in the, uh, the passing game this year? Um, you know, every, everything is, is, is based off, you know, the things that we install. Uh, and, and talking to Coach Reed and, and also Pat, you know, there, there are things as, as far as, you know, we're implementing to, to get the ball to the back and you know just get it just just get the ball you know spread it out more so um you know that was that was one of the things on, on why I chose to um work on my hands and and just be more of a threat uh you know it, it was it was seeing that I can run a ball between the tackles you know outside that was that was kind of you know uh, seen so just being able to to also get out and and not just routes out the backfield but also spread out in in, in a slap position and and also the, the the outside wide out position so um uh, just being able to to expand my skill set was was
0: my thing. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Good Pete. Hey Clyde. Uh, s- staying on theme here, it seems the Chiefs moved Greg Lewis to the running backs coach uh, this season. Eight seasons in the NFL as a receiver. How has he helped as you're trying to develop those skills more for the pro level?
4: You know he he brings in he's brings in that that receiving coaching aspect of you know as far as the routes that we that we are implementing and putting in. So uh, you know, just those, just those little things that you that you don't get taught, you know, from a from a running back coach, but you get it from, from a receivers coach. And then, you know, also still having that, he it's not like he hasn't been in the league eight years and and, and seen some seen some good backs and then, you know, also coach some some great receivers. So uh, you know, he's he's kind of he's kind of seen it all. And then with the with the help of, of, of EB also being around and, and being in the room. You know, we still can get help from the, from the running back standpoint. So everything is, is meshing and working and working well. So I'm loving him. And also, you know, G. Lewis. Who doesn't love G. Lewis? Uh, let's go next to Haley Lewis. Go ahead, Haley.
1: Hey, Clyde. Uh, just first off, I want to clarify, would you say you're 100% back to full health? Um, and then secondly, want to ask you about, you know, last year having a virtual off season this year, you're actually in person, just how much better it is for you guys to be here on the field in person and maybe how that differed for you, especially going into that your rookie season.
4: Oh yeah. I'm a, i am would say, uh, you know, I'm well to answer your first question, yeah, I'm a hundred percent healthy. Um, uh, and then, you know, I would just say it feels like two different seasons. You know, I was coming in, not knowing, really not knowing anything last year. So everybody was just kind of like having this perspective of, you know, this is what it should be or this is how it feels or, you know, that they were asking players who were in the league before. But, you know, that was, that was my first thing. Like I I had my entire OTA season, you know, pretty much off just to, just to work out. And then we came in for our camp. And then I want to say like two weeks in, I was, I was named the starter. So, I mean, every, as far as, as how much we were doing, um, you know, zooms and everything it wasn't like I was behind on on the actual plays and I got drilled because everybody was telling me coach Reed's, um, you know playbook was outrageous and I mean I went out there and, and, and I performed you know that's why that's why I got drafted where where I did and and, and you know as far as my football IQ he, he he put me in a position because he knew you know that I'll go out there and perform so um, you know that was that was just it but now just having this year to be able to go out there and just you know I, I miss football I feel like that's the, that's the biggest thing. You know, having, having OTAs, everybody's kind of, you know, one way or the other. But just to be out there with the guys, man, this is, this is what I do for a living. This is, this is where I get my joy. So, uh, you know, it, it felt good to be out there.
2: We've got four more. We'll go right down the line starting with
0: Harold. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Clyde. Simply put, what do you want to see out of your second season in the NFL that you can improve upon upon your first year?
4: Uh, mainly, man, I would just, I would just say composure. Uh, you know, and, and and everybody can watch film and, and just, you know, see what they see. But only you know how you feel in that helmet and, and feel on the field. So uh, it's going to be different. You know, we're going to have fans, uh, you know, different as far as, you know, switching plays, calling the audibles, everything. It's, it's just going to be different. So uh, composure is going to be a big thing, being able to to kind of, Relearn you know hearing in the stadium and everything else uh, it's you know once you once that stadium's loud and that, and that helmet helmet is echoing it's a little it's a little difficult to hear so it's 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 just kind of getting accustomed back to to how how things work Next to Nate Taylor go ahead, Nate Clade, I want to ask you about the other side of the ball
2: if I could for a second. We talked to Chris Jones earlier. I uh, just wonder if it's in the moment. During these OT minicamp practices, or maybe watching the film of it, uh, what's it like to see Chris on the edge, uh, knowing what type of player he could be uh, if a role is given to him that expands to that to that sort of that sort of side of the ball?
4: I mean, when as as a as an offensive player, when you you know when you line up and you see nine five, you know the the thing is you want to you want to try to figure out where uh, where he's going to go, you know, or, or, or what's his plan. So. Uh, and that's 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 just kind of his thing, you know. When, when you have a, when you have a guy of such magnitude on the defensive side of the ball, um, attempting to try to figure out where he's going to be going, you know, try to trying to figure out his lineup adjustments and just any any possible thing that you can to to read his movements or, or read where he's going to be, um, you know. That it, it goes to show you how much of a how much of an impact player he is. So, I mean, Chris Jones is Chris Jones. I mean, he's he's. He's, you know, known and, and, and all over the place for a reason. He he gets sacks and, and is is that guy. Uh, and, and and I know I learned that very quick last year. So it's one of those things, man. Uh, Chris Jones, you know, from, from Chris to to Tyre to to Frank Clark it's just it's just one of those things. You just need to know where those guys are.
0: Last two, we'll go Seren and then Herbie.
4: Good, Seren.
2: Clyde, I remember talking to you last year about how the playbook. You know, you you had an extensive playbook at LSU, and maybe, you know, the stories of Andy Reid's playbook weren't swallowing you up uh, like maybe it would some other guys. But was there anything out there now, looking back on it a year in? I know guys usually say what you said about having that full off season to work out, but what else maybe surprised you, or is bigger, or faster, or better, or tougher, or harder in the NFL now having been through it for a year? Um,
4: you man, it was. The, the biggest thing was just kind of like the, the, the pre-snap, you know, indications and, and pre-snap reads. And, I, and you probably go back and, and probably hear me say the same things in, in, in other interviews, but I feel like that was the biggest uh, – that's going to be – you know, that's the biggest jump. That's where you need to, to learn pre-snap things and, and kind of understand. Uh, as far as from, a, from an offensive standpoint, you know, reading the, reading the fronts and knowing if it's an odd, even front, you know, 57 front, reading linebackers and knowing if it's going to be manned you know, reading safeties, you know, man's zone. It's it's all that, you know, kind of happens right before, you know, we snap the ball. So uh, you know, the 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 better you can be at that, the better player you become, the more you understand your role and the more you understand, you know, what the next guy's gonna do. Uh, and you know for me from from a pass you know pass protection standpoint and all runs, you know, we we make calls before we run the ball, you know, that that may switch up a blocking scheme. We also make calls before, you know, passing, uh, before throwing the ball, which is sometimes implemented in the pass game and or, you know, I'm, I'm blocking. So just knowing, you know, what's, what's being called, what's being switched up is those, those big
0: things you need to learn. We'll ask to Herbie Tio. Go ahead, Herbie. If hey, Kai, I want to go back to all the earlier learning questions of you uh, working on being a receiver out the backfield. And, and to sort of piggyback off of what Pete was asking you about, Greg Lewis, you mentioned how beneficial it is to have him in your ear. Uh, how much is he in your ear to, to potentially look at film of past running backs in Andy Reid's scheme, or, or even running backs that you admire as receivers and you're studying them as well?
4: Um, that, that, that really wasn't his, his strong point as far as teaching. Um, you know, as he's hands-on, you know, being on the field and, and every, every back is different you know, he he can't, he can't sit there and tell me, you know, go look at the way this guy did it. And, you know, he might be six two two hundred and thirty 230 pounds. So, I mean, you can, you can teach some things from film, but I mean, I don't, I don't think, you know, he, he went out his way to try to teach, you know, it was a, it was a big thing when, when Cheetah, you know, was coming into the league, how how is he going to be? I don't think he was, you know, saying, go watch Julio film and, and, you know, try to, try to go be like Julio. So, you know, you, you be, you be the player that you can be. Um, I was a, I feel like I was a, a decent receiver back out of, uh, in college and, and just, you know, using my skill set as, as being able to catch. Uh, that's just one of those things. So we were just kind of enhancing it. It, it. it wasn't like, you know, I, I didn't do any receiver work in college, but as far as just kind of mind tapping me and, and getting me back in the swing of, of just, you know, having that, it's, it's, a, it's a different, it's like, it's like different little quick twitching muscles, different, you know, coming out of routes um, you know, not, not standing up and dropping down, not aroused. It's it's just those little things that that you do as, uh, as a receiver, uh, that, that he's been teaching at the the banks. So. Clyde, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank y'all.